What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Nana to 30 and Going Deep Podcast? It's your boy Anthony recording live from the Villagers Podcast Studio in lovely Milton, Ontario. Happy Labor Day, or oh, happy past Labor Day. This is a lost episode, so we're going to call it a lost bonus episode. This is Not After 30 Podcast, Going Deep. I believe this is episode 34. I actually lost this episode, couldn't find it, and while I was cleaning out the motherboard, I found it hiding in the corners of the gigabytes. Here it is. Uh, support our sponsors, everyone helps with the show. Hopefully we have some exciting news coming up. Labor Day! Hope it was a good one for you. Nah, nah, nations. It's John the Noir here, soft, lovely voice, sitting here with the creator, the, the genius behind everything. Oh man, Anthony, don't make me nervous. Oh, what's, what's up, going dude? on, buddy? Listen, thank you for that intro, and I'm happy to be here, man. I, you know what? We we do this sometimes, but not nearly enough. Miss Six just left the studio. Me and you sitting and kicking it. Going old school, as some might say it. Man, I love doing this stuff. Cheers to you, buddy. Cheers. Pause off enough these... Uh, actually, you know, let, let's cheers these things because they'll make it... You can good. actually hear it, yeah. yeah. This is the Not After 30 Podcast. A podcast about reminiscing about your 20s while surviving your 30s. Now, it's time for the show. Boom. Shot glass of I don't know. Yeah. Buddy, Mr. John DeNoir, thank you for that intro. Um, so I think this is going to be like a not after 30 goes deep. I think that's what we're going to call it. All right, yeah, let's just do this. I think this. we're going to have one of those. NA30 goes deep. Boom. So let me ask you this. John, it's been a while since you and me have done a one-on-one. Well, it's been good, baby. I know you got some travel in the future. All right, so I'm... This is probably gonna come out. This is coming out. This this is coming out next week. I'm guessing. I don't know when it's going okay. To go. So whenever this comes out, considering we just recorded three hours in the six, uh, it's gonna be a little while before this comes. Out. You're, you're you're gonna be back home before this. Comes I'm gonna out. be back home before this yeah. comes out. Okay, so I'm going to Jasper for a wedding. Uh, two of our listeners mm-hmm. haven't are, are are getting married. Well, okay, do you want do you want to out them? Nathan and Jalisa. Congratulations, Nathan right. and Jalisa. Jalisa is an avid listener. We don't see her numbers on SoundCloud, uh-huh. but she gets the uploads from iTunes. Okay, yo, Jalisa, yo, come out on the Not For 30 page. Let's see what you look like. Maybe you shouldn't get married. <laughs> I'm just kidding. As a married man, join the group. Have some fun with us. Nathan, he came down. He showed his dad. He showed his he he showed his dad and his sisters and his family members the, the Not After Thirty podcast. Thanks to Jalisa. Yeah, I'm gonna have to send some stickers home with you. Out there right? With you. Don't worry. I'm gonna Yo, try. I'm gonna try to get them on the air. Yo, put. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna send some stickers with you. Put them in the envelope that you're gonna give them. Will do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put that in there. I think that'd be funny. <laughs> and then make sure to videotape it when they open it up. And so, I'm I'm excited because it's the first time like. I was last time I went away for a wedding it was Jamaica. So I was it was a vacation. Destiny, I was still a gro- it was a destination yeah. wedding. I was still a groomsman and I still had some other th- things going on at the time being that it was uh, very distracting for my head. Okay. And I would, I'm not going to say like it was a situation I was in it was more so of work and situations to try and get my life together. I was in a I was in a tough point in my life I would say. Like okay. I was just trying to figure straighten my shit out. Okay. So this time I'm going away. Like you, like would you say like the the it was like a transitional point for you or? It was very transitional. Okay. Right, and I didn't know what I didn't know up from down. Okay. So I didn't know I didn't know or anything. I didn't have a plan. This time I have a plan. I know what's going on. I'm going to a wedding. Everything's in order. I know where I'm going. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be fun. Okay. Maybe Chalupa's picking me up from the airport. Oh, uh, AC. He might be a little bit blind because he's getting uh, eye surgery. What? <laughs> he wears glasses. Okay, but not so, for long. Not for long. Okay. Or not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's going to be good, you know. I'm um, going to see a lot of old friends, almost family. So. John's next adventure. John's next adventure. I like it. Rekindling. 
Uh, reconnecting. So reconnecting. So I'm, you know, I'm going to try to get a few podcasts in. If I don't, please don't kill me, but I'm, I'm going to try to get some, uh, Yo, you some better, content. You better get uh, I would like a live or remote interview with AC Chalupa, uh, AB Chalupa, and uh, get him at least do half an in-person because in November it's in November we might record 10 podcasts with with AC himself Batman's gonna love he's he's gonna go wild he you know what like where's he staying when he comes in November do you know I have no idea I got an extra room you if 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 I'm living where I'm living in November I'll have an extra room and if not he can still sleep in my bed I'll sleep on the fucking couch well he's more than welcome to sleep on our couch too if he wants to make the trek but um for sure when when you see him you you need to record with him and AC if and when you oh actually you won't hear this because it'll come out after John's gone, but I hope to goodness that you guys at least get some some recording done. I'm trying to get Emily on, but Emily's gonna be gone by the time. What do you mean she's gonna be gone? She's passing away. Yes. No. Oh, <laughs> sir, Emily, wish I could have known you. Nunya. Nunya. Uh, no, I get there on the 11th, and apparently Emma's leaving, like, early on the 12th, so... That's... There's time there. There's probably six to eight hours. I got a lot of drinking to catch up on. Listen, that should be your first priority. <laughs> so, wait, she lives in Jasper? Uh, she she's from Jasper, but she's living out on the coast of BC somewhere. Okay. All right, so... Her I and her f- boyfriend. I feel like that she should be able... You should be able to... If she's going to be there at the wedding... No, she won't be at the wedding. Oh, she won't be at the wedding. No. Oh, so this is not related to the wedding. That's not... Like, her being just is not related to the wedding. Okay, I see what you're saying now. Okay. So, in what case can we get Emily on the podcast? The cat lady. The cat lady. The cat Emily, lady. a.k.a. Emily the, the cat, cat lady. lady. I have no... Like, I'm Hashtag gonna, Emily, Emily the, the cat, cat lady. lady. We gotta try to get Emily the cat lady on here. Um... She refuses to come to Ontario. I have no idea why. It's the best province we got. Right? Bring your boyfriend in. There's tons of places you can play. Or play don't music. bring your boyfriend. One of the two. Or don't bring your boyfriend. But <laughs> we got a studio here. We got a, we got a legit studio. We got some very exciting microphones. We got a number of mi- we got more microphones than we got voices. So we do. there's we no reason why you can't. Two. We got five right now at the table. Yeah, this one doesn't count. This is, is not plugged in. Is it a microphone? This is just for display. It's still a microphone. It technically still a microphone. It's a working yes. microphone. It's uh, it works kind of. Okay, so it's working. It's, like I said, more for display. Okay, so is there ever a point where you're a little bit drunk? You're either drunk, or you're not drunk. I am a little bit drunk. So you're drunk. Yes. Would I blow over? Yes. Okay. There, therefore, there's no such thing as a little drunk. Yes, you're right. Okay, so it is a working microphone. So there's five microphones at this table. Technically, it technically it is a working microphone. You're right. Just You're, not the best microphone. You could, don't fucking don't fucking word lasso me, okay? You do it to me all the I time. Know, it's true. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're right, John. You win. Okay, I'll, listen, I'm gonna write it down right now. John gets one point. Hashtag. John gets one point. The listeners already think that. Actually, I have a, I have a few things. One person likes to watch me drink when we do the live feeds. Really? Yes. Who's that? Do you want to my, call him out? My buddy uh, Matthew. All right. Not not angry Matt. Not angry Matt. My buddy Matt. Matthew. Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, man. I saw you pound two beers back under ten minutes. It was pretty funny. You were very good at drinking. If it was a sport, you'd be very good at it. I, I think so. But are you the type of drunk that, um, you, at one point you just finish your drink, and you're like, now I'm drunk. Or are you the type of person that like, okay, I need to do one, two, three, four, five drinks before I get there, and th- but then I'll know I'm there. No. no. I'm a drunk that... I'm a, I want to say I'm a drunk. I'm a drinker that gets drunk at different times, depending on how my day goes. Because whether I eat definitely depends right. on like For how sure. much we intake, and yes. what I'm drinking definitely depends on how fast I'm going to get drunk. Right. So if I'm sipping scotch, it's probably going to take me eight hours to get drunk. Okay. But if I'm just pounding back... A couple beers. A couple beers and taking shots... Yeah, three hours. I'll be drunk. If I'm just drinking Jack Daniels out the fucking bottle, under an hour. I find so I didn't. I didn't have any dinner dinner today. I, I actually haven't eaten. We are recording now at a quarter or <clears throat> quarter to one a.m. Um, I haven't had any dinner. I ate probably last time around three uh, thirty. So it's been a long time since I've eaten, and I've I've had four drinks, and I feel like I'm at the point of intoxication. 
I would say Mentos Kid. You say you would. You I, are, I am. You are. Okay. I started off with a hard with a malt liquor, so a strong beer. Um, I want to say it's a malt liquor, but it's more malty it, than it is ho- than it is hoppy. I thought I said it on here. Uh, it's, it's, it says strong beer, so if that counts for anything, it's six percent. But then I also had a seven percenter, five seven, and then five point two. Uh, you know what? Seven percent. Yeah, right? Like, okay, there is a drink that we, we've both consumed. It's called Popper's Pink. It's, uh, is that, that's not English, is it? Yeah, Pompalamoose, uh, ginseng and grapefruit. It's 7% alcohol. It kicks you in the front teeth. It's an alcohol, but it's it, this alcohol malt beverage. Yeah, it's super light. It's not like, you know, sometimes you drink like a heavy malt Liquor, like okay, so me and my buddy used to drink. We used to drink uh, cold forty fives yeah. and eat Big Macs, and we'd be hammered after one. Um, but you also felt like you had a full meal because they're so heavy. Yeah, this is very light. Yeah, I don't think no tomorrow. Yeah. Like okay, so Greta had this Rickers Radler, right? Which I was like, okay, whatever, you know. Okay, grab one of these, one of these. And it's only three point two percent alcohol. Three point two. Oh my goodness! It's like, it's like mouthwash. <laughs> It is less than half of one of these. Yeah, right. <laughs> and she was getting mouthy. Like you, yeah. you know what you know what kind of state she's in. And I was sitting here. I cracked another beer open. I had a glass of Kavasi. Yeah. Here, and I'm just sitting here chilling, drinking. Fuck, man. You know what it is? I, I also I don't need much to get kind of rowdy or like I'm more of a hyper hyper person. So if mm-hmm. I if I have any excuse to be any more hyper than usual. I'll usually take it. If I can be a little bit rowdy or, or get like that, I'm okay with doing that. I, mm-hmm. For me, I just need the excuse to get rowdy or loud or, or belligerent or anything, and I'm there. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not the person that once I get drunk, I get crazy. I usually am crazy and holding that back until I have a good enough excuse to be real crazy. Yeah. I drink and then like... There's a persona like when I'm when I'm working in, in a kitchen, mm-hmm. I usually I have no fucks to give. I'm pretty right. once I'm no because like, at first I'm quite quiet if you meet me, mm-hmm. and then I just start talking shit, and then I say what the fuck I want to say. Either right. You accept it or you don't. I don't mean to offend you, but I'm gonna say what I want to say, and the more I open up to that that point, is the more you kind of understand the way I am, and then I'm kind of reclusive. And then I'm kind of more talking shit. Right. So there's really no mid-ground, I would say, with me. I, uh, I don't try to insult people, but I will say what I, what, what I want to say. Now, so on the weekend, the two of us went to a party. Uh, mutual friend Angry Matt and his wife had a housewarming slash her birthday. Yep. Are you the type of guy that likes to bust balls or can appreciate being ball busted? Excuse me. Or do you prefer to avoid it at any cost? I would say I'm both. I like I appreciate busting people's balls, but right. at the same time, if you give enough shit, you have to undertake it. You uh, can't, yeah, you, you can't. You that can't. That is the rule. You cannot throw a tantrum when someone busts your balls. Right. Because if you give it, you got to learn to take it. All right. I agree. I I believe I love busting balls. I try to do it as friendly as possible. But my goal is always to like get almost get a rise out of somebody you know like i like to bust mm-hmm. balls enough that someone gets like a little heated throws it back and forth i enjoy that but i also totally get it when someone goes overboard because i've seen it now i don't know if i've been part of it but i've definitely seen it where you try to bust someone's balls and they're just not having it and they, they lose it i totally mm-hmm. get that as well too but i think i think you're right you have to if you're Given it, you gotta be willing to take it, and I'm also the first person to poke fun at myself. Yeah. So, well, you you were right there. Were you? Did you happen to see when that uh, one friend? I'm gonna blast her name anyways. Raquel. Yeah. And yo, and that, that bitch was crazy. She was hilarious. She was very funny. Hilarious, and her friend uh, Kayla. I thought that was her sister. Her sister. Sister. Her sister. Okay, I came in through the door. Her sister was very good looking. And they're like, they're like, John, do you remember us? And I was like, one, I did remember who they were. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, you, you called us racist. Oh, they're definitely <laughs> racist. <laughs> and the first thing I said, I'm like, I'm like, that's the worst introduction, reintroduction ever. Right. I'm like, between my group of friends, my close group, I'm like, we throw the term racist around like it's, nothing. it's nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, Matt, do we call everyone racist? He was like, meh, yeah. Amy, do we call people racist? She's like, 
yeah, pretty much. I was like, okay, so that's terrible. And she's like, yeah, but you were there at, at Emma's back porch, and you called us, you called us racist. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. And then she tried to take a Snapchat, and I was like, I can't be in your Snapchat because the contrast is off. Because <laughs> Raquel was is a lot super lighter white. than I am. Like, think of like Hillroyd paper white. And it makes me look super dark. Right, right, right. And that was just a joke, but she she got it. She took it. It was, it was funny. You know, she was hilarious because every time she kept saying she had to work at seven a.m., yet never turned down a shot. She was no. always ta- she's taking whatever shot. So I, I played bar- bartender, which is my favorite game to play when I've been drinking. And um, make some pretty tasty shots. You know, I, I try. I really try to take the inner chef. If you have no balls, you can take your shots. You make no you make you make friendly female shots. Right. Like so I don't I don't try to I make like I don't want I don't want to make anyone pass out and I also don't want anyone to lose their mind like, oh that's too hard, blah blah blah. My goal when I make a shot is to make it enjoyable and eager to try another one. So I don't make them super strong. I try to dilute them heavily. Um, just so that people don't it doesn't ruin people's nights because I've been also guilty of making shots that ruin people's night. So I try to be on the lighter side of things that way people can enjoy a little bit more. And get their daily dose of fruits and vi- vegetables. Get their uh, daily dose of fruits and vi- uh, fruits. Fruits and fruits. Because I don't think there's one tomato juice or carrot juice in them or any of those shots. I'm pretty sure pineapple is a fruit. It is a fruit. It is a vegetable. Is it? The, f- the seeds on the outside. Seeds I mean, on the it's inside. No, seeds on the outside. Are you positive about that? Nope. Because pineapples have little black seeds that sit inside the skin. Right um, on those. Right strawberries on. Strawberries are vegetables. So are raspberries vegetables? No. Tomatoes are a fruit. But raspberries. I don't know where the seed is on a raspberry. I think, I, I think we need a little. <laughs> Come on, John. What is a raspberry? Don't leave me hanging. I'm thinking a raspberry is a vegetable then. Where's the seed? They're kind of, they're like outside, inside. What? So it's a hybrid? <laughs> I guess so. But wait, isn't it like fruit, vegetables, and berries? Or are berries just considered well, fruits? Well, okay, if, if, a, if it's a berry, then strawberries are berries. Right, and everyone knows that. Then, then they wouldn't be a vegetable. So vegetable is seed on the outside, fruit is seed on the inside. I thought vegetables had no seeds. How did, what? How does that make any sense? I don't fucking know. I'm not John. a goddamn botanist. <laughs> Okay, we need to get, if anyone knows a botanist, please. Where's twi- Greta when you need her with a goddamn Google? Twitter us at NA30Podcast and let us know if you're a botanist. We need some answers to these skill t- testing questions. John, let's talk about some shit we do know. All right, let's get back to this. Yo, is that you or me? That's you. How dare I? Yo, did the Jays win today? You don't know. You don't care. No, exactly. How, how rude are you? Um... Okay, so, John, let's talk about something we do know. Okay. You, again, you're leaving in a couple days. I'm leaving for a couple days to okay. Jasper. What's the plan? Plan? Oh, fuck yeah, the Jays won. All right. I'm going to be sitting there in the airport. Okay, one Ashton, a guy who's dying to come to the podcast. Right. To make you guys all aware about men's health. And also, possibly, start a new series about wine. Ooh. Winecation. 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 Quit your whining. Quit your <laughs> whining. Yeah, yeah. No, don't quit your whining. How about wine more? <laughs> wine on. Wine on. So, he's dying to come on this podcast. Yeah. So, we're going to try to get him on here, but he's driving me early in the morning. Okay. To the Toronto airport at uh, 3 a.m. My flight's at six. My flight's at 6.45 a.m. Eastern Pacific time. Eastern Wait, Standard Time. Yeah, not Eastern Pacific Time. That's not a thing. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. So which means if you do stocks, the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 and the TSX is all on. So New York time. And I'll arrive in Alberta around 9 o'clock. Okay. 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Which Chalupa will be going to the doctors. Aaron Chalupa. Aaron Chalupa, Beercation. Beercation, the beer guru. Will be going to get his... Going to the eye doctor to get his LASIKs, I guess. Okay. Done. To pick me up later on the day. I don't know if he's picking me up or somebody else is picking yeah. me up. So we can drive. I don't think you can drive after getting that done. I, I don't know, but I'll be... I'm s- almost positive you, you're not supposed to drive. I mean, he if might- he picks you up, do not get in that car. <laughs> I can drive. I have a license. Right. That's right. But if he, if he gets there... <laughs> I have to drive. Severely question him, then give him a beer, 
Then you drive the rest of the way. I'll, I guess I'll drive all the rest of the way to Jesus. to Jasper, which is about three and a half hours. You know what? Away. Actually, when do you leave? You leave this Friday? Thursday. This Thursday. Thursday morning. Is there any way we can meet up beforehand? Because we should probably give him some orange nail beer and send it like I send it with you. <sighs> That'd be tough. I can try. Okay, let me know. I've got some holes in my days. You got some holes in your days? Yeah, we'll figure it out after the show. We, no one wants to know what. Alright. Alright. John, I don't want to put you on the spot. How's your dating life, dude? Mm. My dating life is not the greatest. It's kind of not. It's it's kind of non-existent. Okay. And I realize it's it's not so much of. Okay, like we already talked about this. If you listen to any of the other podcasts that just recorded, three other with Greta, mm. it's not the fact that I don't have. I I do have trouble meeting people online. Okay. I just don't feel like it's authentic. I I don't like it. Okay. Okay. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm photogenic. People say yes, I am. Right. I don't like it. I've seen some photos of you that are good. I have right. photos of you that are good. Person, but you might not. Like yes. It. Right now, I like to meet people naturally. Right. I want to know. Like the Biggie song, I creep up from behind, ask you questions, make you smile. You know. Yeah. What's your sign? The, exactly. Yeah. I want to know about you. I, I After you've had that wine. Yeah. Creep up from behind, behind. ask you what's your sign. Okay. Yeah. What's your interest? Of, yeah. Who you what your interest with. is? Yeah. Who you be with. Yeah, yeah, I know. I got you. You know? And I'd rather ask those questions than have an authentic meeting, you know? And then once we kick it, you know, like... you Can under- I kick it? Yes, you, you can. can. Can I kick it? Yes, yes you, you can. can. So, like, once we do it, you know, like, now you know who I am, right? So now my text messages and how I speak make sense. Right. Because people say, John, if I didn't know you, your text messages, your messages don't aren't comprehensible I mean what do you mean I talk on text how I talk you're like exactly it doesn't make sense unless we kind of know you so once we know you you're like yeah okay it makes sense because it's just John so once you understand me it's easier but that's how I talk that's the way I am right so like I'm better in person so it's kind of hard to meet people because I work honestly about 16 hours a day right you do work a lot but there's people I talk to and kick it with and when I do go out I meet tons of people when I go out people come to me and it's kind of odd because like, I'll be minding my own business and I've had, I've had a lot of action just people just come people naturally just coming to me bumping into people talking, smiling woo 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 you know what I mean? yeah so it's not so much just me struggling online it's just I don't go out okay but what about people that you work with? Can you not date somebody you work with? I'm working a shop full of dudes. Okay, is there not any girls there you can date? There's one girl, and she's not my type. No? No. Intelligent? Not. She's not my type. <laughs> okay. All right. So what else, buddy? So dating life, not so bueno. Work life, how's work life? I'm trying to move closer towards the city um, with that. Oh, actually, sorry. Can I, uh, can I please cut you off? Yeah. Okay. So I drove to Buffalo last uh, Sunday, and I drove by Beamsville. Holy shit, dude. That is farther out than I thought. Yeah. So with that being said, I want to actually... Um, shit, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to actually... Um, not congratulate, but... Thank you for making such an incredible journey every time you come here to record. I really didn't really... I, I honestly thought Beamsville was slightly out of Hamilton. I didn't realize it's actually closer to Niagara than it is to Hamilton. So I want to thank you for making the journey because it's. I, I didn't actually realize how far out that was and what incredible time you make it in. So the fact you actually got here tonight first out of everybody, um, but you usually get here not first, fair to say. Yeah. So... I completely understand now, and I, I am absolutely amazed um, because uh, I really didn't realize how far it was. So thank you for always making that journey and making that effort and the sacrifice, I'm sure, and the gas money you probably put out to that. Um, so thank you so much for that, dude. I, I really didn't understand how far out Beamsville was. It's, it's not an issue, man. Just fucking take the compliment. <laughs> don't, don't be a fucking jerk. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I know, I'm just I know. being myself. I'm just saying, you know, you know, thank you to you. You know that 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 is quite the journey to make it. I really didn't did not because that, you know, a solid a, a solid hour. I gotta imagine on a good day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. I, all right. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Suck a dick, John.
All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, but there's a there's a few people I do talk to online and stuff like that, and like we talking like, hey, you know, you ever thought about doing this? You're well, blase, blase, right? right. I'm like, you know, maybe one day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't think I'm a bad person. I do think I'm a prospect for some people, and just the time just doesn't work for some people and my, my own time and like we already talked with Greta right past episodes you gotta have at least that seven that 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 seven 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 credit score is that what it is I mean you you definitely have to have some pro- I think someone specifically like Miss Six I think she needs someone who's gonna like I mean I know her professionally and I know she's a hard worker I know her somewhat personally and I know she she has a sp- a specific goal in mind. I think if you don't match that, you're not going to meet her criteria. Not you, you specifically, but whoever is going to date yeah. her. Like she, you have to meet, you have to work as hard as her or more. She doesn't want to scrub. Impressed. No scrub. And, and you know what? If Nobody wants to scrub. And if you're not, if you're not planning to go somewhere, it's it's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. You know. And she ain't going to let you hit it and quit it if you're a scrub either, too. Right? Like, and, and I can. But are you, I, I come, I like, I like. I'm glad. I'm glad there's girls like that out there. She's real. Just, she's real. Doesn't she's get honest. Any realer. And she knows what she wants, and she's working to get it. Right. If you're not on her level, don't waste her fucking time. Yeah. You know, it's a great feature to look look out for, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than some gold digging person who just wants to sit there, lay on their back as you go to work. Right. You work hard, and they come home. And you're like, oh wait, babe, hold on, let me cook dinner. You got it, blase, yeah. blase. Oh, like you know what I mean? Like you're not just taking care of. Her, you're taking care of everything else. Okay. But at the same time with Greta, she's taking care of herself. You gotta be taking care of yourself, and you're building together. Right. And that's okay. It, sorry for that. Not only you talk about her buying her back, but you no. know what I mean, right? And it's not, not, we're not saying anything bad. You know, we're we're just using her as an example. But is 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 Miss Six is is that ideal for you? Because I feel like if you guys were in in a real relationship, I feel like it would be. Um, like she be she be on you. I feel like she be on like not the good way. Like she be hounding you. Is she the ideal girl for John De Noir or Giovanni De Noir as we will call you from <laughs> now on? If you guys haven't listened to that, listen to episode thirty two. Uh, sorry, forty two. Uh, John Sandy's meat. Sandy meat. <laughs> John and Sandy's meat. Sandy meat. Oh, okay. Actually, I did a girl named Sandy. <laughs> Sandy's meat. <laughs> oh, it's even worse. Okay, but is Miss Six ideal for John Noir, or is there more ideal out there? We're. I, I think we're cool together. I think we're cool. Listen, right? I think you guys are cool. I, the dynamic that you guys have is really unparalleled. Excuse me. I. I think it's hilarious. A. You are the type of person you're more free will and more. Um, more a follow follow where the wind blows you kind of thing kind of like more free spirited where she's I think a little bit more um, grounded like hard nosed and grounded so she puts you in your place but you're like look at all this possibility over here and she's <laughs> like John get your shit together that's what you gotta do and so I, but I think that's a good dynamic between the two of you guys but is she ideal for you John or are you is there someone else there more ideal for the de noir we could definitely flow together yeah I think, I think so too I think a lot of people would think it's hilarious to watch. You guys would be the best couple to have at parties. Probably, yeah. Oh, it's be like, <laughs> yo, make sure that Greta and John come out tonight because there's going to be either some fireworks or they're going to be fucking in your front lawn. One of the two. <laughs> I believe that's the dynamic that you guys have. I'd be your neighbor. There's every person to this podcast that I've talked to, family included, like, are you and Greta fucking... <laughs> Everyone asked. Everyone asked. Does anyone ask if I fuck her? No. Damn. Everyone's like, are you and Greta fucking? I'm like, no. I'm like, Greta and I don't even not know. Not yet. You should like, say not yet. I'm like, Greta and I don't even know each other that well. I'm like, what? It's what? true. It's true. You guys only know. Wait. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What was the first podcast? Was it a plan to have you guys together? I can't remember the first podcast. The first podcast was you, Jesse, and I. Right. And Greta. Yeah. We kicked it or whatever. And we were supposed to build myself a, a plenty of... That's <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, make you some online dating. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Step up my online game. Yeah. We still got to do that. And 
then you and Jesse are supposed to follow Greta on a date yeah. to see how it went. That's I still want to do that. What we're gonna do is I, I have online my, commentary. We're gonna, we're gonna follow you guys like ten steps behind, and we're gonna do a running commentary on your date. But it has to be a real date. It can't be like one for the cameras. It has to be real. Do you know why it won't work? Please. Because Greta's gonna say everything I'm doing is super corny. You know what? Now listen. She's gonna chew me up. Bob Walker said this. He said, John is too much of a gentleman. He said, gentleman John. He's too much of a gentleman. I'm like, you know what? John's a dirty dog. Don't let him fool you. He's a dirty dog. And this is what I think now. I'm starting to think this. The John Dunoir, the John Dunoir that everyone knows and loves, and there's also a John Dunoir behind closed doors. And I believe that's like the private reserve. Like, if you were like a liquor, if you were like Johnny Walker, but I said Johnny Walker, you're Johnny Dunoir. You think there's a private reserve, which not many people get to see, and that's behind closed doors. That's you know like the good, good, like deep loving, and all, and you know all the special specialties and all the fixings and all that. And then I believe there's a John Dunoir red label where everyone sees that John, everyone gets a piece of that John, and that's good. But I believe that the John Dunoir like special reserve is the one that the John Dunoir that you only show that one or two or three people in a lifetime. I'm pretty raw. Like I'm 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 a mix of Wait, both. You like raw? You mean like what you see, what you get, or do you mean raw? Like, sorry, my my microphone isn't as erect as it used to be. <laughs> um, like raw? Like what? What sense do you mean raw? Like what you see is what you get, or raw as in like? Okay. I guess the best way to explain it is, I I was raised to be a gentleman. Right, okay. gentleman John. Yeah. Right. And it's not a front. I am who I am. Right. You know what? Do, should we do the Facebook poll? Is Johnny, is Giovanni Du Noir a gentleman? Yes or no? Yeah, go ahead. I think do we should it. do that. No, do maybe. It. Yes, no. no. Done. Right? You've been on enough podcasts. Yeah. There's enough. People of, know me. Yeah. Um, okay, tomorrow at the morning. Sa- at the same time, I I am raw. Like, there is a there is complete uncut, uncensored version that people know of me. Okay. All right? And I don't give a fuck. Okay. But at the same time, I'm never going to go out of my way to be rude to somebody. Right. Right? I don't think you're a rude person in general either. But there's times where I don't care what I say. Yeah, I don't give a fuck what people think about me. I'm the same person who will hug and kiss your grandmother and fuck fuck you in the Buick in the garage. But you're not going to fuck the grandmother. I'll fuck the grandmother. Yeah, okay. Don't. Get, I was just making sure. Okay, good. But that that's the way I am. You know? But well, I'm not... Out there to be malice or rude to anybody. That's just the way I am. I don't think you. I don't think you are either. I mean, I can't. I don't even know rude John Dinoir. I don't believe I've met that person. I'm not saying I never will or want to, but I mean, I think for the most part, John Dinoir is good-hearted, uh, good-intentioned, aiming to please. Like, I, like there's no negative in it. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, I you know I've never seen an angry John De Noir. I've seen like a you know a situational John De Noir that deals with things very well. I don't believe you're you're a negative guy. At times I am, but like I, I, if I'm treated poorly, mm-hmm. I don't care how I treat you. Okay. You know, essentially, if if you treat me bad, I'll walk out. I'll do whatever. Like you know, like. You're not gonna be happy with me because I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna treat you better than you treat me, but I'm gonna treat you similar to how you treat me. Okay. You know, like you're not gonna be happy with how I am. I'm not gonna be happy with you because reason. And, and, and when you think about it, it's like, why is he doing this? Mm-hmm. But if you just tell me why, we can have a conversation. We can we can we can rectify. I can rectify any situation that I am with somebody. Right. I can believe. Right. Right. And that's how I try to practice. Like, okay, if you have an issue with me, talk to me. Don't go do something slamming behind my back. Don't try to you know. Sly jab me. Just talk to me. John, have, let me ask you. Have you ever lost a friend? A good friend? Like, have you ever drifted uh, away? Not not lost in, like, death, but, like, have you lost a friend? I want to say throughout time, yeah, but not, not really so. Okay. Um, that's good to hear. I'm happy that that's the case. 
the reason I ask is because I've I've lost a friend a couple years ago. Um, lost friend just due through things that I didn't I like I neglected through my personality I mm-hmm. imagine. Um, but I was wondering if you were you know, if you had crossed the same bridge, because for me, it's very um, heartbreaking, heartbreaking to lose a friend, mm. and the feeling of losing a friend is much deeper than losing a lover or uh, acquaintance or a lust uh, lust object or anything mm-hmm. like that. And so I'm curious if you've ever crossed that road where you've dealt with losing a friend. I've I've, I've lost I've lost enough lust. I'm not gonna lie. There's there's people I've, I've don't met. lie. I'm not lying. But there's people I've I know met you've said that that I've we've had lust mm-hmm. and we've lost we've lost each other. Isn't that so deceiving though? Like I feel like I know what you're, I know I feel like I know exactly what you're talking about. Where you lose uh, someone that you think there's a lot of potential with, but then quickly realize that the potential isn't actually there. Yeah. Right. But it was all sexual. Obviously, yeah. It's it's only ever physical. Yeah. Yeah. You love the, the way that someone looks and then realize their personality is quite decrepit. Yeah. Right. There's also times I've I, I, I questioned, and this is where I've questioned a lot of things and I've had a lot of hope for some things that were lust, mm-hmm. you know. Um, a couple of people call me a hopeless romantic. Yes, I see that, yes. You know, I, I want the best. I want, like, you know, I want something to work out. I want to make it, right? Mm-hmm. Um... My dad constantly asked me, why am I single? Uh, right. Why haven't I found somebody, you know, whatnot. You know, the right. whole parents spiel about grandchildren and whatnot. Right. And I was like, you know, I'm just, I'm just I want the, some, I want, I, I want to say the perfect being, but I want the perfect person to grow with. Yeah, that's fine. So essentially, you don't have to be the 10, the 9, you know, you just have to be someone perfect that we match, mm-hmm. right? And whether we're t- two different stages of our life. But we can grow to accept each other and grow together mm-hmm. because that's what we are as people like we constantly grow who John Lenoir was seven years ago no fuck that who John Lenoir was last year mm-hmm. it's not the same John Lenoir is this year you're constantly evolving I'm constantly evolving I'm constantly right. seeking to do better you know right and whether I'm back at stage one in a, in a sanity doing the same bullshit and coming back to the same fucking plan just trying to revamp it and just trying to get better I'm still growing. My I, my ideas, my my thought plan is not the same. Okay. You know, and if this is the same, call me on my bullshit and let me know so I can fix it. Mm-hmm. Right? I want to change the person for the better. I don't want to change for the worse. And the only way I'll know that is by an outside source. You got to tell me what's wrong with me. If you're yeah. like, hey, John, you know, what the fuck are you doing? Right. Change yourself. Fix it. But how, wanna, how easy is that to hear? Like, I couldn't imagine someone saying to me, hey, Ant, listen, you got to change this. I mean, excuse me, I've spent years perfecting this. How are you going to now ask me? To- no, fuck it. Tell me. Okay. I want to I, I wanna be better. Okay. You know, I'm not Michael Jordan, you know, who right. constantly worked at his basketball game, in his baseball game, in his fucking, in, in, in his golf game. You have to know your faults in order to get better. Okay. Right? And people who are too scared to tell you that, then cut them out of your life. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to know that I'm doing the same thing. I'm the same fucking person because then I'll never grow. I'll like. It's terrible to think. Let me ask that you this, people John. watch you fail because it's harder. I think it's harder to watch someone fail and do the same fuck ups than it is to try to call them their bullshit. If they don't accept it and you tell them, then you gotta let them be. And when they come back and then say, "Hey, I'm sorry, I was fucking up," then that's the way it's got to be. Okay, so John, how accepting are you? To grow. I'm very accepted. I, I, I think I'm very accepted. Right. Someone so, might tell you something different. So l- let me tell you, let me tell you this. Um, you and I really connected in December of last year. All right. We're now in August. So we're looking at uh, eight months since we've met. Our, f- our friendship has grown. Dr- yeah, dramatically grown. Um, you know, I, I, we spend every other Monday together, more or less. Um, we've kinda, I see you more than other, other other people. Right. You know, and and, I, and and vice versa. I see you more than I see other people that I've spent 15 years with. Um, I've seen a lot of change in you in the last six months of knowing you than the first two months of knowing you. 
Um, but what I see in the John Noir in front of me right now is is a guy who is is ready to hit his stride. And I want this to come off as a compliment and not an insult. Um, I believe that you are as comfortable as um, I've seen you in your skin. Um, and granted, I don't know you as well as the other guys that we've mentioned. You know, Bob Walker knows you really well. Um, Ashton knows you. Matt, Angry Matt knows you. All those guys know you much better than I do. But I can only tell you what I've known over the last eight months. And over the last eight months, I've, and especially probably over the last three months, I've really seen you come into stride of the John Denoir I believe you are, which is a guy who kind of goes out and grabs what he wants, but doesn't do it in an aggressive way, who kind of um, achieves through hard work. You know, I, I know that you work hard. I know that I know that what you see is what you get, and what you don't is better yet. I believe that you have a lot to offer, and that's always why. That was from the first time I, I really sat down and talked. I'm like, you got to come on my podcast. You have to. You you should come on. You you should come on and do it. And then the second you came on, I'm like, there's more to John Denoir that people need to know, and that John has to come out. And that's what's that's what's happening. And it's never been. A, I told you so. It's it's you're making me more and more proud of you because you're putting more of you out there for strangers and people that know you to find out about you. Um, you know, we've shared personal successes in this podcast game. It's a very weird game because it's very much the Wild West. There are hundreds of thousands of podcasts, and every week, you know, we've got 200 to 300 people downloading our content to find out more about us. That blows my mind that 200 to 300 people want to know more about some guy from Streetsville, Ontario, and some guy from, you know, Mystery, mystery unknown, death, <laughs> death Valley. You know, like, you know, um, it, it blows my mind that people are constantly intrigued by the stories we get to tell, um, and and I love that because that's why I started this. Was because one day I may not write a memoir book, one day you may not write a memoir book, but we have this podcast to be an audio version of our memoir and I think that's very special. Yeah, that's pretty cool when you think about it. Right, you isn't think about it? Like that way, yeah. You know, and, and that's and that's a way I've I've never realized until this moment and I'm getting goosebumps just saying it to you. But um, this might this might be our audio memoir. Um, and that's why it's so important for us to to relive stories of our past as well as projections for our future. You know, you are the type of person that is I feel you're the type of person that is is in his stride, about to hit his stride, you know, that doorstep slash foot's almost there in his stride, and I am so glad that you have the Going Deep vehicle, the Not After 30 podcast vehicle, to express your life and how it's going, as well as tell the stories of your past, um, and that's special for me, because I get to be an audience member on your ride, and vice versa, you know, I, you know I, I've got a couple years on you, so I get to, you know, we get to have some some laughs at stories that I recall, or some when we have Miss Six and when we're talking to Aaron Chalupa, when we're talking to anybody, when you're talking to Bob Walker, like when you guys when you guys do your going deep specials or episodes, I can I can hear that friendship. It sounds weird because I think he's finishing your sentence while you're finishing his sentence. Uh, because you guys both know both you both have a story that you're telling like that story when you guys borrowed your friend's car like you guys convinced this poor girl to borrow her car and then you have to do like donuts in the street and shit in her car like crazy story but you guys I, I could hear how much you guys enjoy telling that story and he tell a story he's like you made us sound like asshole but you know what but but funny. listening to, I thought so too and listening to that story I'm like holy shit a you guys, you can tell you guys are best buds. People love hearing, I love hearing those stories of those great com, those great camaraderie, like the great friendships that they are. You guys told a great story in that. My point of this whole long rant is, I believe that John DeNoir today, August 8th, or technically August 9th, 2016, is the best John DeNoir we've seen so far. I feel good. You look good. Thank you. No problem. Uh, Sally Fergretta, she's 
thinks otherwise. <laughs> what does she know? But I need to get She's to know. also single, so she doesn't count. Um, hey, man. You know what? Like, you know what? Okay. I'll go with that in a second. But, yeah, I, I feel great. I feel like... Some, I feel... I feel like someone's coming around the corner. I don't know what it is. It could be this podcast. Something's going to ha- come into fruition. But I'm... I'm I'm hungry. I'm thirsty. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not for love. It's just for success. It's for something. It's for that next step. And it's not like, I'm, like tomorrow I'll make a million fucking dollars. If that happens, oh my God. Yo, if that I'm, happens, I'm you got to share. I'm going to go jack off on a poodle outside Spencer's Beach or something. I don't fucking care. Wow. Anyways. <laughs> that, that was what I didn't expect it to go there. But what I mean, like, just something. Just the next level. Right. Right? And... And from that point, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Okay. Right. I just I've been I've been working at this. I've been I've been hitting my head the same fucking wall for about two and a half years. And I came back to Ontario. And I came back thirsty, and I came back not the best position. Not not at all the best position. I had to pay some things off. I had to pay for a wedding I couldn't fucking afford. Not 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 for a wedding, but I had to pay to go to a wedding I couldn't afford. And I can't, and I went to the wedding. I, I I got transferred to my fucking job. You know, I almost pretty much fucking lost my job at the time when I went to Jamaica. Mm. And and I was broke as fuck. Came back, started a new job. You told me to come on this podcast. Came on this podcast. Didn't know anything about my fucking employment going on or whatever. Didn't know like how I was gonna pay my next fucking bill. I I, I owe the government money. Blase, blase, like everything was fucking negative at that point. Like this girl, this girl liked me. Didn't know I was gonna be in three weeks, never mind six months later. Right? Didn't know from up from down, just need to get myself out of this shitter. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, I was like, you know what? I just, I just gotta get up, I gotta do something. I, I gotta make my situation better. You know? Like, it was just, I wasn't in a good place. Okay. You know, and I went from being in a, a comfortable place before that, like, like six months prior to going to Jamaica, six months prior to that, I was in an okay place, but it wasn't going, it was going well, but it was going down. I got a job offer in the oil industry, oil collapse, lost that chance. That oil industry job would have probably cleared up everything for me, even with that next step. That shit collapsed on me. What the fuck was I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. I was like, I miss my family. I miss my friends. Haven't really hung out with anyone. I haven't seen my family in like six years, pretty much. Something's got to go right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like I, I, I don't know. You know I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> That's how I felt. So I came back home. Ashton pretty much threw me a life preserver. Mm-hmm. And preserver. Pre- yes, preserver. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Just threw that out there for me. Took it, and they've helped me out so much. Like everything that I've gained since I've come back, I have to thank them. Special. That's very special. You know, um, if it wasn't for them, I don't know where I'd be. Mm-hmm. So I gotta thank those guys so much. I, I I try to thank them every time I see them. And they're just like, yeah, yeah, okay, man, whatever, you're, you're good, you're good. They believe in Judge Noir. And I, like, I don't know what to say. Like, I thank them so fucking much. Mm-hmm. Like, like, more, it's unbelievable how much these guys have helped me out. You know, and people are like, yeah, whatever, whatever. And like, like, as much, like, they've helped me out. Right. It's unfucking believable. You know. And they're like, yeah, man, just do you, just, just keep going just keep going just keep keep your foot forward and if I was to fail it would be not only would it be disappointing to my family but it would be disappointing them to people to other other people that believe in me so I, I have to keep going I don't think there's anything worse if you fail you fail right and I think failure is different than disappointing somebody so you can never like if you fail whatever pick yourself up keep going but if you disappoint someone and fail somebody else, right? And you and you and you and you fall and you don't like rebound. 
it's so much harder on those people. Heart wrenching, right? And to fail people that believe in you is it, 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 it is is a catastrophe to me. So like, you gotta you gotta stay at like you know like I can't fail my parents. I can't fail the people that believe in me. I gotta keep going. You know, these people are the people that held you up. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's like, oh you know you know I walked alone. God walked with me. There's only two footsteps in the sand. No, no, fuck that. You gotta look back. Your family's footsteps in the sand. Mm-hmm. Your friends are footsteps in the sand. Mm-hmm. Everybody's carrying you, you know, yeah. helping you. Like, yeah, you learn to crawl. You learn to crawl to walk. But then there's people holding you up to teach you how to walk. John, what do you, who, do you, who are the pillars in your life? My father, my mother, my stepdad, and my, my, my step-grandfather, my grandmother, my friends... Like, my close friends. And my close friends, I don't consider friends. I consider them family. Right, right, right. So, I would say almost, like, 30 people I would consider family that help me. That's very special. You know, and I guess I'm fortunate to have people in my life. I would consider you family. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I I also consider you family. And I had these discussions with people. Like, yo, man, I'm like, I got to do this podcast. It just doesn't make money. And I was like, "That's you know what? That's the first question everyone asks." And, and and I was like, "You know what? No, but you know what? Maybe one day it does." Yeah. But you know what? My business partner, my best friend, he believes in it. Yeah. I believe in it. Yeah. We went this together. We gotta do this together. And so, I gotta go. And you know what gets me on that too is for the first question everyone always asks, "Well, are you making money?" Uh, no, but I'm making things that I love. And you know what? Like I, I, I started this a little while ago. It's something I believed in a long time, and I've always kept it to myself. But as of recently, I've put it on the podcast. Hashtag passion over paycheck. It means to me, I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. The paycheck doesn't matter to me. One day, maybe the paycheck will matter to me. But right now, look at this. We've crushed a couple beers, a couple drinks at least. We're having good, stimulating conversation. The crazy thing is... You know, there's going to be a couple hundred people that listen to this and a couple couple people that are going to take something from this. You know, we, yeah, we have dick jokes and we have, you know, past uh, conquests and past failures. But the fact is, everybody's had that. So everyone can relate to that. We're creating content. We're creating uh, something for people to listen to, something for people to enjoy, something for people to relate to. That's special to me. That's special to you because we're sharing our story. And for me, I just want to know that everything I've done in my life can be to other people what it, a fraction of what it's meant to me. If someone can get a laugh out of my story of making it with a girl that I did not enjoy and my buddy's taking a photo of it and hiding it in an apple and they can get a <laughs> laugh about that. I'm okay with that because, you know what, I got to laugh out of that. We're relating on something. It's touching. It's, it's an emotional connection. Yeah, I'm not making any money off of it, but I'm making, I'm making someone else feel good. I might be making someone feel bad. But the point is, for me, it's I'm connecting with someone out there. That's special to me. John, you are the man with the soft, velvety voice. People tell you that they love your voice. Doesn't that feel good? It's awkward. It's good, but awkward. It's awkward. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah. I try to understand why, because I, when I hear it, I'm like, that's not me. That's fine. Everybody hates their own voice. Everyone does. Everybody does. I think it's crackly. I think it's pitchy. I'm like, no, it's amazing. I'm like, oh. I know. You know what? One thing that, uh, you know, a lot of people that have listened, I don't know if I've ever shared the story with you, but I had a client sit in my chair. And he said that he recently turned twenty. Uh, th- he had recently turned thirty-one, and he said to me, "I started download. I started listening to podcasts, and I downloaded this podcast called the Not After Thirty Podcast." Wait, for real? For real? For real? So, th- not only is this is this a client of mine, but he <laughs> accidentally downloaded our podcast. Okay, okay. This is what he says to me. I didn't really understand the content. I said, "Oh, I said, can I tell you something kind of crazy?" He's like, "Yeah." Now. 31-year-old, grown-ass man. I said, that's my podcast. He goes, what do you mean? And I said, that's not after 30. I'm not after 30. And he starts laughing. He says, no, fuck off. And I show him a business card, not after 30 podcast, PAD Francesca. I said, 
you know, I said, which one did you listen to? He goes, well, I started listening to the Not After D Fran one. I didn't really like it. I didn't really understand it. I said, okay, cool. What that said to me was, we need a, a bumper on the start of that to say what the, the show's all about. Hmm. He goes, uh, he goes, I listened to another one, and it was like some, some girl talking about sex. I'm like, that's Greta. She's talking about that. That's her thing. She's a sexual, sexual person. Mm-hmm. I said, um, I said, listen, give us another chance. This is what we're about. Man, it freaked me right out. It yeah. freaked me right out because something I created got to someone I never intended to get to, and they listened. Yeah, it wasn't the best reviews on it, but the fact is they listened. That's special to me, bro. That's why we put this out. That's why, you know, that's why we pay the money to put it up, and that's why we enjoy doing it. That's why we create the content. That's all special stuff. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm going to read you uh I'm going to read you a conversation I had. Okay. Thanks again for bringing these drinks. That's oh, no problem, man. Like, you you always have drinks. I'm like, man, I got to bring something. I appreciate it, brother, because uh, I actually forgot to break to get anything last week when Orange Nail was open. I haven't been there in a couple weeks, so I'm going to go this week. Okay, so I got a pose from a friend, and she shows me this. For everyone who can't see what it is, it's uh, the iTunes. It's it's a, it's a it's a screenshot of iTunes uh, for the podcast of the unplayed unplayed episodes. Okay, so I'm looking at it. It says um, it says NA30 episode 31 bro down to the great catastrophe. I uh, look. It, it says that she's playing it. Okay. And then I get a message saying. She says, uh, introducing Jill to NA30. What does she think, LOL? We just started. I'll keep you posted. Next message. I'm so excited to see you. And you wrote, I'm pumped. 12 days. Okay. <laughs> that's okay. So that's, that's the bride. And she's right. married to my best, one of my best friends. And I met her first. And she was talking about her boyfriend. I met her boyfriend. And him and I connected. Boom. Isn't that great? Right. And then, I don't remember what I said on that podcast, but the next message I got was... Um, I would not let you marry a former prostitute, John. (laughs) (laughs) Haha. You wrote back, LOL, what are you listening to? What episode? I mean, someone has has to be the breadwinner. And she replies, bro down. Yeah, you should have... You said I should listen. Ha ha ha. Joe thought it was pretty funny. You wrote back, oh good. <laughs> so, this person's obviously an avid listener. Yeah. So Lisa's obviously an avid listener, and she, and she introduced her friend, and her friend thought it was good. Good. And the fact that there wasn't to be talking about marrying a former prostitute, right, which right. I have no recollection. No, I don't either. We're gonna have to go back and listen. Episode thirty-one, the bro down <laughs> to the bro down to the great catastrophe, catastrophe. And they thought it was good. That was a very funny... That's one of my favorite episodes of that one, actually. Because that's the one where you and Jesse kind of... Yeah, where you asked Jesse how him and I actually became friends. Right. And then I left, and he told you the story. That that's right, and back. he came back, and you told and I his... Told us, I told my side of the story. Right. And essentially, I didn't listen to his... I still haven't listened to his story, but everyone's like, yeah, pretty much the same story. You just went more in-depth of the story. More or less the same story, yeah. Yeah. That was a funny day. You know... It's, it's important to do those. Like, for example, tomorrow I have one of my best buddies come on, Steve. And I plan on asking him a lot of very us-eccentric stories. And uh, I'm excited to hear the same thing. I mean, yeah. Because it's kind of cool to hear the way that someone else remembers it. Like, I, I played you that pod, like the little pretend podcast about my wife and I. And I said, what was your first impression of me when we first met? She goes, I thought you were an asshole. I'm like, what's changed? She's like, nothing. I still think you're an asshole. Like, that's special to me because, you know, A, it shows she got a sense of humor, and B, it shows she doesn't even know me at all. (laughs) I have another friend. Let's hear it. I can't. I'm not sure. I think it's probably pretty far back. But essentially she was like, she said, she listens to the podcast every night and as much as possible. Nice. All right? We'll send her a sticker. And that... Her, her boy. She introduced to her boyfriend, and her boyfriend's like, "Why are you listen to a podcast about people talking about shit? Yeah, about their shits." Oh wow! Yeah, 
And he was like, it's actually... Shitty stories. Yeah. Was gonna, yeah, shitty stories. He was like, it's actually pretty funny. Yeah, right? I was like, well, I'm glad he likes it. Yeah, good. I'm glad he's listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening about our shits. So. It's special. Listen, buddy. We're hitting that special time. Who knows how long I've talked on the intro on this. But let's wrap this sucker up. All right, guys. All right. This is episode 34. Not after 30 goes deep. John, take us home, buddy. All right, guys. Keeps you quenched thirst and your cup full. That's right. It's getting easier to say every time. Good, I'm glad. For things you do, you do. For things you can't do, you lead to legends. For John DeNoir, a brother of mine, thank you so much for listening. This is an hour of Not After 30 Goes Deep. Thank you so much. Be good. Thank you guys for listening so much, guys. Thank you for the support. It's uncanny. Hey, and have fun on your trip, too. Yeah, man. This will come out after your trip, but... Yeah, hopefully you hear some shit about Aaron Chalupa. We'll go good. Both we'll times. Aaron Chalupa. Live and in person. Live and direct. Live and... Yeah. I love it.